Uh, so in the little bullshit part, the, the theme song is going to play. James, could I please get a one word suggestion? <laughs> um, uh, 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 how about lightning? All right, here we go. <laughs> Three, two, one. You know, uh, one thing on my bucket list that I've always wanted to see is the Northern Lights. Can you travel even outside of the country besides like Jamaica? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I have in the past. I've been to Europe a lot. I feel like Iceland has already been played out too much and I can't go there anymore. Hey, hang on one second. Hey! Hey, welcome to the Over Talking Podcast with your host, Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. Hi, CJ. This is the show where we talk over TV shows and movies. It's chosen by our guests, and this week we watched Star Trek The Next Generation. Season 5, episode 25. I think I'm getting that right. The Light Within, I believe. No. Nope. Nope. The, nope. The we're getting, we're getting a head shake from our guest. Yes, the thank light. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> ah, it's, it's close enough. Hey, speaking of light, Northern Light. I didn't even do that yeah. on purpose. Yeah, what did that have to do with... Lightning made me think of the sky, and uh, <laughs> I was talking about this uh, a few days ago. I think I would honestly cry if I saw the Northern Lights in person. Yeah? I think it would affect me that much. Yeah, I love space I mean, stuff. Yeah, I, I would love to... I mean, it's definitely a bucket list item. I got to see that at some point. Yeah, but like Iceland has become too much of a touristy thing, I feel like, that uh, already. That was other like places the you can see the... The Northern yeah. Lights, right? I mean, even Alaska, I think, right? I was told, I'm not sure if I believe this person or not, that even in some parts of Wisconsin, people have seen the Northern Lights. I'm not really? sure how much I believe that. Yeah, I wonder what kind of mushrooms they were on when they, <laughs> quote unquote, saw those lights. Let's get our, our guest opinion <laughs> on this. Uh, this week, we are joined by one of the co-hosts of the Talking Shop podcast. He's also one of the members of the wonderful improv group, James Gretschke. It's James Dugan. Hello. I have never seen the Northern Lights, but I have been to Alaska. Oh, nice. Were you there during one of the times where it was super bright all the time or one of the times it was like dark all the time? So I've been uh, I've been to Alaska twice. Both times I went to uh, I went to Juneau and Juneau is is very far south in terms of Alaska. Uh So it doesn't get any of the like month-long darkness uh that, that the more northern parts of alaska get yeah gotcha. up where you could see the northern lights in alaska so you weren't like bummed when you were there and didn't get to see them <laughs> no, just no I, looking up just like <laughs> i don't see it i tell you Instead, actually I see it. both times that i went i re- i went really hoping to get like an amazing view of the stars because uh, I, I like um one time i was in the city of Juneau the whole time. And the city of Juneau is like pretty small. It's, it's, it's kind of just a frontier town really. But uh, the other time I went backpacking for like three or four days out in the, uh, out in the wilderness and it was cloudy every single day. So I never got like a true dark sky uh, look at the stars. Bummer. That's a bummer. We have a, a cabin in Minnesota, which is my favorite place on earth. And that is one of the highlights is that like you get out of the city and there's no light pollution where you can kind of see the sort of like curvature of the atmosphere in the yeah. sky. It's super yeah. cool. Yeah. I also, uh, the, the, so there's been a couple times that I have been really looking forward to getting that, that no light pollution look at, um, at the stars. One was Alaska. Another one was uh, I worked on a cruise ship for four months, 
And I was like, once we get out to the middle of the ocean, that's got to be the best view that you can possibly get. But uh, it turns out that a cruise ship is just so bright that you can't see any stars. <laughs> oh, bummer. It's just a city on water, so it's still it's a, pretty Yeah, it's a, it's a floating yeah. hotel and everything smells like French fries. <laughs> I did not know that. I've never been on a cruise. Interesting. Wow, that's the selling point right there. Yeah, would you say that's a pro or a con? It's, pro, a pro, sure. it's a huge pro for the seagulls that follow the ship around. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, excellent. So you just have like mobile poop machines following you the entire time as well. You can uh, you can really tell when you're getting close to land because you get swarmed by seagulls the day before. Interesting. Dang. Yeah. Well, speaking of things in the, in the sky mm-hmm. and Great in space... Uh, I really, I truly, I really tried to set it up by continuing to talk about stars. Uh, yes, yep. I've been really laying it out there, waiting for the transition uh, to happen. There, there it is. We've got a little too far, but I'm bringing it back. Uh, we're going to talk about Star Trek: The Next Generation. Yes. Uh, we're, let's talk about that and more coming up on the Overtalking Podcast. We hoped our probe would encounter someone in the future, someone who could be a teacher, someone who could tell the others about us. Oh, it's me, isn't it? I'm the someone. And we're back on the Overtalking Podcast. Wow, it's almost like we never left. Uh, we're joined once again by James Dugan, and we're talking about Star Trek The Next Generation. Uh, James, mm-hmm. we're going to put 30 seconds on the clock yeah. uh, for you to describe this particular episode, which is... Help me out. The light within? Nope. The inner light. The inner light. (laughs) Dang it. Yeah, 30 seconds for you to describe what happened in this episode for someone who's never probably even heard of Star Trek. Mm -hmm. Ready, go. Great. So the Enterprise D, captained by Jean-Luc Picard, uh, encounters a probe out in space that uh, hits him in particular, hits the captain with a beam that um, puts him into, uh, puts him into the mindset uh, and like transports him to this world where he is a member of a society and like everybody knows him, but he, and they think that he's having delusions of being a uh, starship captain and he lives out his entire life. Uh, right. he, he like grows Four. old and dies before he comes Three. back and he finds out Three. that it was all an illusion. One. and It's just a way of communicating their, uh, t- their, their uh, society. <sighs> I'm sorry you failed. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't get society in there. I spent way too much time setting up this ship. <laughs> Hey, what does the D in the Enterprise uh, stand for? Uh, the D, so it is the, um, the Enterprise D is the fifth Enterprise. Uh, you can go all the way back to the original series Star Trek with like Captain Kirk in them. So Captain Kirk was the captain of the Enterprise with no letters after it. In the first couple movies of Star Trek that still had that original series cast, they got a new ship and that was the Enterprise A. Ah. Then... There's um, the Enterprise B is featured uh, very briefly in the uh, in the movie Star Trek Generations, which bridges the gap from uh, original series to next generation. And it's like Enterprise B gets lost. Enterprise C is also featured in an episode of uh, of Next Generation called Yesterday's Enterprise. But the Enterprise D is the one that is uh, th- that is like the main flagship for all of Next Generation, the series. There is an Enterprise E in some of the later movies, and there is an Enterprise J that uh, you see in a flash forward when they travel to the future at some point. Any other questions? Damn. Yeah, does that imply that those... Uh... <laughs> 
I'm going to do so bad in trivia. <laughs> yeah, trivia is not going to go well for you, CJ. Uh, if they got to J, does that imply that are these ships being destroyed and that's why there's new ones or lost or... Or just so much time has passed that they like wear out or... All of them have been destroyed. Wow. At least like canonically, all of the ones, the, the original, the Enterprise A, the B, the C, all of them have been destroyed. Um, and oh, the D got destroyed. The E has, ne- uh, as far as like they've gotten in the story, has never been destroyed. But um, but that's pretty much the thing is, yeah, it's like when one is either destroyed or taken out of commission, they put the, the next one in. And I would have to assume these are like season finale episodes where they're going all <laughs> yeah. out and going to destroy the ship. They have never destroyed the ship in the show. They uh, they they typically uh-huh. save it for the movies. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. You need those big budget special effects to exactly. show that. Yeah, you got to uh-huh. crash them on a planet and everything. Yeah. All right. Well, at least it's that way, and they don't just explode in space, where fire can definitely <laughs> happen. Let's see. No, well, I guess none of them have exploded in space yet. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's still time. Do still do gone. either of you have any familiarity with Star Trek prior to watching this? No, <laughs> I watched uh, one of the reboot movies mm-hmm. uh, and maybe part of the second reboot movie, yeah. and that's I've about my it, entire exposure. Yeah, I've seen one of the movies, <laughs> <laughs> the J.J. Abrams ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. the ones that aren't even like canonically. I mean, other than I guess Spock being alternate version showing up in the first one that's it well they do take place in an alternate timeline yeah oh that's how they get away with it they could yeah. just say okay mm-hmm. i like shoehorning <laughs> logic like that just to justify things. yeah they do in the in the first one they kind of like i think they, they they kind of hand wave it really quickly where they're just like oh that's not like your your future is not my future and this is a different timeline now a one sentence explanation that justifies the whole movie and everything. If you remember yeah. that it's the, it's the talk that he has with, uh, with Spock in the cave with like the real Spock, the two Spocks, yeah. Leonard Nimoy Spock. And then yeah, right. Yeah. Leonard the Nimoy guy. Spock. The other one. Zachary, Zachary Kinto. Siler from heroes. That's all I remember. That's, yeah, that's exactly what I remember him from. <laughs> well, well. He was so good in heroes. Siler yeah. was yeah, such a good was. villain. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how long have you been into Star Trek? Oh man, I used to watch it with, uh, like my dad got me into it because I would watch it with him when I was really little, probably like when I was like eight years old or so. So, so since I was eight, at least I've, I've been to, I've been to one convention. I think when I was in like fifth grade, me and my dad went to a convention, but otherwise I've just, I've, I don't know. I love the show. (laughs) It's It's so good. I feel like that would be. Maybe, maybe not as a kid. Maybe that would be now for me. Uh, so overwhelming to like walk into one of those conventions, dude. It's it's so cool. It's like as a kid to just because you because everybody's dressed up and everybody is really into it, and and it was like you just get to walk into a world full of people accepting you, uh, of you just being like, oh, there are other people that love this thing as much as I love it. Ah, it's great. Ken, have you ever experienced anything like that? Uh, I mean, I've been to conventions before, not not one so specific as to one franchise, but I've been to, uh, wow, I've been three times. What the hell is it called? C2E2? C2E2, thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> do, you have, uh, do you have your pass behind you? I do. It's hanging up, hanging <laughs> up right here. There it is. Uh, yeah, I went, to, I went to that twice, and it was a lot of fun. And I yeah, I really enjoyed it. I dressed up and everything. And, What'd um, you dress up as? 
Doctor, the Doctor Who. Which one? The 11th Doctor. Is that uh, David Tennant? It is David Tennant, yes. Okay. I, I hope so, unless I'm wrong. <laughs> oh, God. I've never watched a single episode of Doctor Who. That is like my, my one blind doctor. spot in, uh, in, in sci-fi knowledge is that I have never watched a single episode of that. It's, uh, He's the 10th Doctor. I'm sorry. I have to look it up. <laughs> Necessary betraying, correction. Betraying my fandom right before you get dragged. The he's, the, he's the 11th, yeah. Okay. I, I will say I had never seen any of the originals and just started watching it when it got like rebooted or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, I, I will say it was a little, I don't, I don't want to talk poorly of them because I'm sure their budget wasn't great, but like the special effects were just basically colored lights. Like yeah. that was as far as, oh, as yeah. they could go. Your camp. Uh, yeah. yeah. But I will say the, I, I do love the sort of overarching, plots and i don't know conflict with the the companions and stuff like that i'm rarely watching it to know like what's their next adventure going to be it's like no i want to see how like all of this wraps up at the end Mm -hmm. of it is there a through line to it isn't it more like monster of the week often yes but there is there is there is a through line uh, except for like a couple seasons especially with the new doctor that her first season was yeah just completely disjointed oh Um, yeah I, That's I'm I didn't really like personally. But. Yeah, the latest season I'm just having there there doesn't seem to be a lot of the backstory going on. It is very much like Monster of the Week, so I'm having a hard time. Her getting her second it. season, the latest one, there is a throughput at least uh, vaguely, um, especially in the last couple episodes. But yeah, nothing like her first season where it, my it was mom nothing. is calling me. Can I can I t- tell her that I'm recording a podcast real quick? Yes. <laughs> Something I have to say before uh, I, I just feel like uh, it has to be acknowledged. James, you and I know each other we do. because you instructed me. You were my level three improv teacher. Yes. Oh, um, can confirm. I didn't know that. I just wanted to see. I remember the notes I received from the class, and I just wanted to see if you did. I, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe it was something along hang the on, lines of. Let me see if I can remember them also. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. It was level three. Uh-huh. Trying to, how long ago was it? Was it like a year ago that I, that I had? That sounds about right. A year. Yeah. Did, um, did I want you to, did you, did you need to, uh, continue to like ramp up your commitment to, uh, to what was happening as the scene went on? Like, like your, um, whatever emotional state you established at the beginning. That is, I was going to give a joke answer, but you, (laughs) you actually do remember. (laughs) What was, what was your joke answer? My answer was going to be, uh, it was something along the lines of everyone else should quit comedy. Uh, it's been done before. <laughs> We've reached peak. That was, it was, it was, I was about right. Right. It was close. Yeah. Well, I, well, you're talking about the notes that I gave you, uh, that, that like after everybody left, I was like, Whoa, CJ, hold up. I gotta, <laughs> yeah. Like, when you pulled me aside. Right. <laughs> yeah. Said, here's my number. Call me anytime you want. Yeah. <laughs> Can and we then, please be friends? Right. Yeah. I, I gave you my number. I was like, whenever you need me. And then I assume you lost that because you reached out via Twitter to get me on. Uh, <laughs> That's this right. Podcast. A year later. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I did find the piece of paper, but it was scribbled up. It kind of had worn from a year later. And yeah. So I had. I also I change phone numbers every two months. So That's that smart. one wouldn't have That's worked smart. anymore anyway. Yeah. Yeah, wow. You actually do remember. Yeah, it was basically like if I come into a scene uh, at like a one, you mm-hmm. want to see me at a 10. Yes. Like heightened emotion. Makes sense, state. yeah. 
Because it's fun. It's fun when you get really when you get really ramped up and emotional. It's really fun. That's true. Is this just something you you say like every class? To, yeah, like, probably. To to everyone. Everyone. <laughs> it's like your canned answer. You're like, hmm, let me see for CJ. Uh, Let's see. CJ, I think I probably gave him the classic number three. So that's. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> hey, yeah. Uh, you also said something along the lines of like, I'm the rock in the scene. Like if the, uh, if the scene is kind of like a stream, I'm the rock in the stream and that I'm probably more grounded or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Um... And I think that's pretty true. I usually let the scene partner go be the crazy one. Great! Oh yeah, that you that the scene kind of like flows around you. Yeah, uh, as you stay put, that makes sense. That's a good note. <laughs> good. Good note. All right. Well, and uh, I'm I'm ready for your notes about me. Yeah, I mean, so far so good. Uh, <laughs> I assume you mean this this podcast. Episode, yeah, right? I meant yeah. specifically my choice of a of a show to watch and how I've conducted myself in the last twenty four minutes. We'll save that towards the end. We'll move <laughs> the ratings. Yeah, we'll, we'll reserve our ratings for later. <laughs> hey, Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Um, why you, you are you the... talking to me or? Yes. <laughs> no. Usually. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm addressing you as Star Trek. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> listen up, Star Trek. Why'd you choose this uh, this episode? Man, uh, uh, so I have, uh, I like I said, I love Star Trek. There are hundreds of episodes because there's like, uh, there's so many different um Star Trek franchises and series. And I texted two of my friends, uh, my, my friends, Eli and Mike, who we just have like a rotate. We, we have a uh, Star Trek text thread that we keep going. And, uh, and I was like, I'm, ga- I'm going on this podcast. What episode? And I have to pick one episode. Which one should I pick? And we talked about it for a while. And it was like, wow. what is, uh, what, what is the best? We, we pretty quickly agreed where like, it has to, it, it should be from, next generation because that's our favorite one uh and and it's like the most kind of classic what what you when you think of star trek next generation has the formula for you gotcha but then i was thinking about like does it should it be an uh an ensemble one that shows all of the characters uh or like shows them all working together should be more of an action-filled one should it be like should it be one that uh because a lot a, a lot of star trek episodes use allegory to to like make a point about current day issues or um or or like problems as i could should i find a good one of that this one i think is um the inner light is just a like great science fiction short story if you if you removed the the trappings of star trek from it it's still just like a cool story um like it could be a twilight zone episode also yeah yeah it's a uh, it's one in which Patrick Stewart gets to do a lot of acting in, which is great. Like you kind of get to see uh, you get to see the best side of him, and it's a it doesn't depend on uh, on you knowing too much of the backstory of Star Trek to uh, to enjoy the story. Also, I had forgotten until I watched it that it does have some like climate change and, and, and uh, or like climate denier uh, stuff in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wanted to talk about the first thing you see when you watch it on Netflix, which is the PG rating and the words sex and fear. Fear, yeah. <laughs> and I, the entire episode, I was wondering when either of those things were going to yeah, happen. Right. It's the most tame 
thing that happens to him. I mean, I, I guess it's scary that he's passed out, but <laughs> yeah, and, and, and yeah, he has children. So is that the sex part? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, it's like. The- <laughs> I mean, if that's the, if that's the thing, then every, then, then like every, then Bambi needs to be PG. We know that two deer had sex at some point in the history of Bambi. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, It was, it wasn't that we saw any of it. It was just a lot of implied intercourse (laughs) because kids were made in the episode. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. I I noticed that also. And like, I think that, I, I wonder if that applies to the series as a whole. If it's like it this be, series yeah. is created that because it has, but also this was on in the early nineties. It's not like they could get too, and it was on network TV. So it's not like yeah. they couldn't do anything too scary or hot. <laughs> Both the things I'm looking for in a television show. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's Star Trek. Hot. <laughs> yeah. That's what where my mind goes. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we we definitely get to see uh, Sir Patrick Stewart's range and also get to see him just become so incredibly old with makeup and wigs. (laughs) So old. One of the uh, something else that is really fun about watching Star Trek right now is that it was made when TV was bad. And so now that everything is in HD, you can like see all of the makeup and the prosthetics and everything. Uh, It's really fun. Like this one in particular, his... Man, his makeup towards the end of the story and like his just <laughs> long straggly hair, it's yeah. it's comical. Yeah. And did you notice how they made his nose bigger every time he got older also? Oh yeah. yeah. Nose and ears. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, but that, that is true. Though. That's what happens though. Right. Yeah. Your 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 ears and your nose keep growing. I thought that was an interesting uh, actual decent touch they they did. Yeah. But he 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 was like the main dude throughout this and and you mm-hmm. yeah, you got to saw a really great acting from him yeah um so i appreciated that i, th- I thought that was awesome uh what so if so you two have never seen an episode of star trek before i, I probably I like watched it in passing like if my parents were watching it i'm sure i've caught glances of it but yeah but no so <laughs> yeah based, i've never sat down and watched an episode based yeah. on this what do you think star trek is about <laughs> okay 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 so <laughs> this is a great question yeah they're they're lost in space. No, I'm kidding. I, I I mean they say it up front, right? They're they're on a voyage to do something. I don't know. They're they're out there. They're looking for do something. something. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think they're essentially flying around aimlessly, uh, and yeah. they find stuff to to do, and they do it. Um, yep. <laughs> Star Trek. Find stuff to do. Star you are Trek. not. You are not far. Up. Yeah. That 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 like dramatic speech that Patrick Stewart gives at the beginning of every episode, where he's like, "The Starship Enterprise. It's continuing mission to fly around aimlessly and do stuff <laughs> where there's stuff to do." Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> so Ken nailed that. He's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about? Uh, and let me please tell me if I'm directing the questions too much here. If like. Uh, no, please. But what uh, what about all of the side characters that you just got a glimpse of in this yeah. uh, in yeah, this episode? Uh, Tell me, like, what no you think of these people? <laughs> no idea. I know Lavar Burton was was there, and mm-hmm. he was it. there. Yeah, he was yeah, in he's engineering. That. He's got yeah. the Cyclops glasses on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. like. I, I did like how they labeled the stations around the ship. This yeah. is engineering. <laughs> this is <laughs> don't come in my area. You were you were spot on uh, that that uh, Lavar Burton is the chief engineer on the ship. Hmm. Oh, the chief um, engineer. Okay, yeah. 
I like how the doctor lady she uh, she was tra- at some point she was like measuring uh, Patrick Stewart because he passed out on the ground for the majority of his time on the ship, at least in this episode. And uh, she's no, like that's overall some- in the show. He's always passed out on the show. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's I just, don't know. Every every episode of Star Trek starts with a, a probe and it hits him and he passes <laughs> out and he just lives a different life every single episode. <laughs> that would be interesting. It's it's, it's just quantum yeah, he's living a yeah. hundred lifetimes throughout yeah. the season. No, I, I don't know. I was just going to say that she's she's it's seeming to like measure him and stuff, but she's just saying stuff. She doesn't have any like equipment around, and I thought that was just kind of well, comical. Well, she's got a tricorder. You, I guess you weren't looking too close. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I didn't, uh, Ken. didn't see the tricorder. <laughs> Specifically, she has a medical tricorder, and uh, she's Ooh. taking readings with it. I should have tricorded harder to uh, pay for boy. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> I do like every every just shiny device with lights on it, but we never see what they're looking at. Only the outside of it. So if it's in just, the palm of their hand, we just know it's something yeah. technical and cool looking. It's always it is always the exact same prop that they're using. It is the tricorder does everything. It like mm. will scan. It will. It can send messages. Sometimes they set it to blow up. Sometimes it will like like that. That thing does everything. It's like the sonic it's like screwdriver. Who? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Wow. We're pulling it all together. <laughs> yeah. I did like that uh, the elevator is called the turbo lift. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like a yeah, vaguely yeah. British kind of. <laughs> mm-hmm. But also it's fast. Yeah, right, it is right. fast. Yeah. We, we fast. didn't get to see any of that uh, with the elevator and no. its full potential in this episode. I didn't get to see any phasers set to stun and see, and see oh, any of that. Did they use That's phasers? They right? threatened to use phasers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what about... Um, what about that? Uh, what about that very pale, shiny-faced guy that sat up front? <laughs> Data. I'm assuming Data. he's an android. Yes, he is. Okay. Oh, okay. I've, I've seen enough <laughs> of Alien to uh, spot an android. <laughs> he's a great character. There was Worf. Yeah. Who wants war? He he solves all his problems with with firearms, right? Is well, that right? He's a Klingon, so yeah, that's their way. Oh, they're so they're, they're, uh, they're all warriors. He's a Klingon like Spock? No, no, Spock's oh, a Vulcan. No. Oh no. Idiot. So and the real and, and truly Ken, the two they couldn't be more different. <laughs> Get your shit together, Ken. It's not I don't know. It, I didn't see point of years. They had oh my you put a Klingon <laughs> next to a Vulcan and you can't tell them, but it's not like I put a Vulcan up next to a Romulan who have a shared ancestor, and oh. I can totally see you getting them confused. Yeah, Ken. <sighs> Okay, it's time to move on to trivia. <laughs> it's time for... Hey, did you know that? Uh, that's right. For new listeners, this is the part of the show where we do trivia, and we put our guests and CJ head-to-head to see who knows the most about what we watched. Are you both ready? Mm-hmm. I'm ready to lose. I feel like, yeah, oh, yeah, I feel like should, I, should I have a handicap of some sort? Uh, let's see how this goes. <laughs> yeah, no, no, All right, definitely cool. not. All right. First question, uh, just closest, because I'm looking for a number here. How many episodes are there in Star Trek The Next Generation? <sighs> okay, there's... Give James time to do the math while I just choose the random number. Yeah. Well, I'm just I'm just listing all of them in my head. And counting right, them as the I go. one we just watched. Yeah. Uh, um, that one. 150. Okay. You... you Poor, poor peasant. Um, <laughs> it's no, it's got to be like. Hang on, let me let me actually do this math. 
That was that guess was based off six seasons. No, no, it's 175, or maybe actually I'll say 178. Jesus Christ, that's exactly right. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Dang. Okay. Wow. Okay. (laughs) That's incredible. Um, This is gonna be fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm having a great time. <laughs> I bet. I would too. Uh, okay. Next question. How many Star Trek movies have the characters from Next Generation been featured in? Uh, I'll buzz Steve in. Because oh. he's not going to get it right. I'm going to go first so I don't steal your answer. Yeah. Just, uh, four. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, Generations was the first one that had Next Generation characters in it. Uh, then there was First Contact, there was Insurrection, and there was Nemesis. So four. Four is correct. Yeah. <laughs> I got it right. Sheer luck there. Yes. Points on the board. Unless you want to count that Worf played one of his, the, the actor, uh, actor who plays Worf played one of his ancestors in one of the original series, uh, one of the original series movies. So unless you want to count that technicality, but really I just said that to flex a little bit. (laughs) I do not want to count that. The characters from this show, so that does not count. (laughs) Moving on, Uh, this one's also just closest uh, to a number. How many Emmy Awards has Star Trek: The Next Generation won? Seven. Okay, I'm going to say twenty. Wow. Yeah, it's nineteen. That was very very close. (laughs) Yeah. That's a lot okay. of Emmys. Because I feel yeah. cause like they, they probably won for special effects every year. Oh, that's true. Uh, they, they probably won like makeup, special effects, and then maybe like an episode or two wins for writing. Yeah. Cool. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't think they ever won for acting. Oh. No. <laughs> really? Ouch. I don't think so. All right. Uh, this is another number one I'm looking for. Uh, how many Star Trek series have there been to date, not including animated series? Great, great. You hear that, James? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I pick another random number again. (laughs) So this one is going to be five. Okay. And we're talking as of today? Yes. Okay. Was there some big announcement today? So we're not... (laughs) Well, a couple days ago. There's original series. There's Next Generation. There's Deep Space Nine. There's Voyager. There's Enterprise. There's uh, Discovery. There's Picard. So seven. Wow, yeah, and you did them all in order and exactly what I had written here, so I think you should get two points. <laughs> I mean, that's that was just, incredible. It's just chronological. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's so close. We might as well give him more points. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't even need to go on, really, but... No, uh, we'll make this, we'll make We'll make this the final question. What no, no, no. Is How the, many more do you have? Uh, I have two. Yeah, we'll do we'll them get, both. I, we're going to do both, Okay. What is, you're not going to be able to know this one probably. What is the Rotten Tomatoes tomato meter score in percentage closest without going over? That's Price is Right rules, baby. Price is Right rules. Uh, this is the critics, critics score on Rotten Tomatoes in percentage. For this episode or for? For, the, for, for the Star series. Trek The Next Generation, the series. I would say, do I go first? Doesn't matter. At this point, I feel like you should. <laughs> yeah, probably. I would say it's like 82. All right, so then I say 83. Yeah, it was 89. So CJ, good job. <laughs> it's pretty high, though. It's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Final question, then. What is the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes? This is when users of Rotten Tomatoes vote. Oh, I mean. In percentage, close without going over. I'd say, I, I think it's like 91. Audience is usually higher than critics. 92. 
Uh, you both bust. It was uh, 89 again. Oh, oh, even. Oh. The audience even, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel like that's pretty rare. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Finally, the critics got it right. <laughs> Those jerks. But I'm just assuming here, but I'm assuming James is our winner. <laughs> that's correct. Yeah. Tally them up. Tally them up. Final score of <laughs> four to two. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, Ooh, won't get fooled again. No. That's, that's your prize, by the way. That, that's yeah. Nice. Is, is that a riff? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Congrats. This is great. I love The Who also. Oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah. One of my favorite bands. They're great. Every uh, every member of the band plays lead. It's awesome. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I've read uh, both uh, Roger and Pete's uh, autobiographies. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Do they mention each other? They of, of course they do. Yes. Notably, <laughs> notably, there have been some rifts between them <laughs> over the years. Uh, well, I think it's time for ratings then. Ratings, James. On a scale of one to ten, what would you rate Star Trek: The Next Generation for you? And then also, maybe what would you rate this particular episode? Um. So for me, I mean, it's ten out of ten for me. Um, Dang! Whoa! Me. <laughs> Um, yes. Uh, then this particular episode, this is. I'll I'll, I'll give it. I'll also give it a ten in terms of a Star <laughs> wow. Trek episode. Yeah. Wow! Same as the old boss. <laughs> I don't Dang. think we've ever had a guest be this enthusiastic from the, <laughs> the sound bites we play. I love it. Finally. <laughs> Someone We're all standing up. Can I just acknowledge that? <laughs> yeah. I'm the only one yeah, moving around, standing. though. You guys are, yeah. uh, you guys are oh, keeping you, very still. You can't see, but I have my like hands on my hips, and my <laughs> arms are constantly moving behind me. Uh, let's see. For me, yes. um, considering this is the one and only episode I've <laughs> seen of the show. We're so good at rating these things on very little yeah. data. <laughs> yeah. I, I did enjoy that it it was it wasn't what I expected it was going to be. This this mm-hmm. kind of was a pleasant surprise. I, I figured they're going to come across some bad alien. They're going to shoot them sometimes and then fly away the victors. So it was kind of cool that it was more of a Twilight Zoney episode. I feel like I caught on to what the sort of surprise ending was going to be like halfway through, but it was still it was like oh yeah that's kind of cool. Okay, was there a surprise ending? I well, just like what the purpose of the thing yeah. was. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I they, did, they, they that drew out, that out in a weird way. Uh, yeah. of like, when, like when he sits down and they're like, we're launching a rocket and hopefully it will find somebody. And then it takes him like 30 seconds to realize yeah. it. Yeah. Slowly seeing the, the wheels turn in yeah. real time. I'll say I'll say like a seven. It, it was good. I, I was okay. not angry that I watched it. So that usually puts it above a five. <laughs> uh, and yeah. I, I enjoyed the sort of twist ending and that what it wasn't what I was expecting it to be. Seven. Nice. Ken? CJ, that is way underrated. <laughs> wow. Okay. In my opinion. Listen, <laughs> listen, this is, I, I, yeah, I also have never seen Star Trek other than the J.J. Abrams remakes or whatever. Uh, this is a really good episode for like any television show. Like it's very well acted and it's a good story. I yeah I I was very very impressed and it kind of makes me want to like watch more of the show, 
Although yeah. if this is the best, then maybe it's only going to be downhill. Nope, but. nope. I'll put together a list. You'll love it. I'll send you the I'll send you the episodes you need to watch, and then after you've watched those, you can watch all of Deep Space Nine, which is so good. Oh yeah. Okay. So I, I have a question for after this, but I'll, I'll get to it in a second. So okay. this is a this is a solid nine for me. This is, I mean I don't Dang. have any context, so that that would maybe bump it up if I did. But mm-hmm. it's a really good episode. So yeah, kudos. That was that was well well chosen. Yeah, cool. great pick. Thanks a lot. Um, and then my follow up question is. Uh, how realistic is it for me to watch the entire series? Uh, you don't, it, it, it's all, um, well, I mean, there's seven seasons of it. It doesn't really get good until the third season. Oh, I'm sorry. The entire franchise. Oh, okay. wow. We're talking about, well, there's only, okay. There's three seasons of original series, seven of. Oh, that's not as bad as I, I was assuming it was like Dr. Who where the first series was like years and years and years, but. You're, no. you're looking at about you're looking at a total of like twenty seasons uh, all together to watch. That's not impossible. No, it's not impossible. And then the movies too. And mm. you can you can skip around uh, within the okay. like, w- within the shows. Like Next Generation, you don't need to watch them in order. There's maybe like one or two things that happen through the whole series that affect the next thing. Like okay. <laughs> like like let me make it clear. Never again. Do they ever mention that Picard lived an entire lifetime and then had to go back to his normal life? That well, is nuts. Yeah. So I I was reading the Wikipedia about this episode and it said that he keeps the flute like and they show it in other episodes. Yeah, there so there is one other episode where he brings out the flute and plays it. And there's the, there's like I'm going to I'm going to keep this quick cuz I know that I'm talking a lot. But Deep Space Nine is is a much darker version of Star Trek. Like Star Trek usually is is very like utopia and it's humanity at its best. Deep Space Nine is like at war uh, almost the whole time. And there's wow. an episode in Deep Space Nine that is very similar to the Inner Light, which is like one of the crew members breaks a law on a planet and their prison sentencing is that they just implant you with the memories of being in prison. And so like he, so one of them has to live out a 20 year prison sentence within the blink of an eye. And then they just like release him back into society. So the whole episode is him, him like trying, like reckoning with that. That's cool. Yeah, it is. So uh, anyways, also Ken, I will send you a list of episodes to get you started. Thank you. Um, yeah. I so like right now I'm rewatching the X Files, but that's a oh. that's a show where you can literally pick just the important episodes and then like a smattering of like Monster of the Weeks, yeah, um, and then get through it fine. And that's what I'm doing because there's 26 episodes per season of that show, and it's stupid. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if if I can do something similar with with Star Trek, I might do that. So yeah, yeah if you can help me out with that, that'd be awesome. I will. Yeah, I'll send you a list. Cool. Thank you. No problem. Well, I think uh, that's about time james thank you for joining us uh do you have anything thank you, you want to plug at the end here um check out talk and shop that's the uh the podcast that myself and rob grabowski have uh we drop episodes every tuesday there's uh uh it's just we sit down with a different member of the comedy community whether they are a stand-up an improviser or a producer so yeah give us a listen they're very cool. I awesome. especially enjoyed, I can't remember anybody's name, of course, but <laughs> the hearing the process of like doing the SNL showcase and like getting called back or like getting flown out to New York and that whole, that whole episode was very cool uh, to hear. 
Was that Eli? The, I believe the writer? that sounds right. Yeah. The I one that got that hired as a writer. That, yeah. He's the one that I was texting about what episode to, nice. I, I should show to you guys. Yeah. That, that was, it was very cool to hear the goings on of that whole process of getting hired on SNL and stuff. Yeah. Eli Mandel. He's great. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to check it out for sure. Yeah. It's cool. All right. Well, thank you again for joining us. CJ, what do we have to plug here? You can follow us on all the things at OverTalkingPod. Call or text us at USACAT1591 or shoot us an email at OverTalkingPod at gmail.com. What's our website? OverTalkingPod.party. It is a real website. How'd you get that? How'd you get the dot party? Oh, they're so cheap. Oh, wouldn't you like to know? Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I gave it away. Yeah, this is great. This is yeah, fun. Yeah. Yeah, I've got, I got one, one devil, one angel that I'm talking to. <laughs> That's You've now come across the format of the show. That is our format. We switch it off pretty consistently. Uh, uh, oh, no, they're here. James, I'm sorry. If you haven't heard an episode of the show before, uh, I'm apologizing. Uh, the Overtalking Overlords are here. They are our ghastly, otherworldly landlords. CJ hasn't had to deal with them too often because staying away. he doesn't live near the Overtalking headquarters, but I do. Uh, so they're here to remind me to remind you, if you like the show, please go on iTunes and rate and special review. Reviews would help people find this podcast. Also, we'll spend no money on advertising. So if you like the show, please tell a friend and spread the word. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and they're gone. Yeah, th- 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 I don't really know why we do that. I don't know why we do that. Because we're committed to the bit. Yeah. And also 160 episodes of this. You guys rent this podcast? (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yeah. They are our landlords. Ken signed the lease in blood. That's That's the the first time anyone's like picked up on that. (laughs) You rent? That's good. That's good. good. Because if something goes wrong, then they have to come fix it and you don't have to pay for it. Right. Yeah. Right. We don't want to put pay uh, podcast studio homeowners fees. (laughs) No. And as we always say, make it so. Bye. This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was edited and produced by Ken and CJ. Special guest was James Dugan. Music by Justin Peters, logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs.